2: This is Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans with me, Cheryl Burke, and iHeartRadio Podcast. Okay, this is week six. It's Monster Night. But first, let me say hello to all of my listeners. You guys are so amazing. Thank you for your consistent support and for listening to this podcast. I'm going to say it at the top because I don't... Who knows if you guys listen all the way to the end, but don't forget to go to wherever you listen to podcasts. You know, whether you've heard this for the first time tonight or today, make sure you subscribe. But more importantly, in order for this podcast to continue, you have to rate and review. I obviously would prefer you review and give us five stars and say nice comments, but I'll take anything, okay? The podcast is doing great. Thanks to all of you. So let's get to it. This is the recap Dancing with the Stars, week six. Welcome to Sex Lies and Spray Tans. It's Monster Night on Halloween. Okay, the opening of this whole show was super cute. You know, Julianne and Alfonso holding auditions. I love it. I thought it was really cute, super fun, great chemistry between Julianne and Alfonso. Like, I would love to see their um, prime time uh, comic or sitcom coming out on ABC soon. Anyway, I love Nisi Nash. I remember her. Um, I think I danced with Chad Ochoa Cinco when she was on that season, that she was a contestant. And first of all, she looks gorgeous. And second of all, congratulations, Nisi, on just your success in in your career. You deserve every single bit of success. And I'm so proud of you. You look fabulous as Jessica Rabbit or more like Nisi Nash Rabbit. Um, okay, let's just give a shout out to the glam team. Seeing these walk downs, I mean, if you guys don't win an Emmy for this, I am not sure what the Academy is thinking. But I, there's no excuses this time. You better win because you know, seeing Harry and Riley just walk down, I mean, that must have taken hours. Pita looked absolutely gorgeous and creepy with that, like, wonky white contact lens of hers that she was wearing. Um, I was hoping to see an opening number, but, you know, knowing that they have two dances, I totally understand why. I mean, there was just not enough time. Um, But, you know, when it comes to, like, Monster Night or anything on Halloween, you kind of want to see the pros do their thing, but I totally get it. I understand everyone's probably overworked. There's only nine couples you got a two hour show to fill. So that means your music gets longer. And that also means you know, it's time to start training the couples to do two dances. So I don't know if it's like a team dance or group dance. I don't know what it is. But we'll see. Let's move on to couple number one, Jason and Daniela contemporary, I just love, first of all, seeing in the training package, Jason's tan arms, you know, he's a part of the show when you see him from week one looking a little like white, like pasty, and then seeing him now from residue from his previous week with his tan arms. I love it so much. Um, I love that he's just embracing the show. And I'm really excited. You know, I was excited to see Daniela's choreography. She is such a great contemporary choreographer and dancer in general. But the difference is with this partner with Jason, I think Daniela, I think he's probably one of the smallest um, as far as like his physical build goes for Daniela, you know, she uh, has had some tall partners and big guys in the past. So when it comes to lifts, I'm not going to have huge expectations, because I also saw the struggle in rehearsal. Um, but you know, after seeing this contemporary, I got chills at the end. And I watched it twice, you guys. So both times without seeing or hearing what the judges had to say or their scores, I got chills at the end. I mean, that ending was amazing. I always say, you know, when it comes to choreography, it's so important to start strong and end strong. And obviously, he's just a strong dancer. So again, I'm no contemporary judge. But what I saw was absolute synchronicity throughout one noticeable stumble coming out of their first lift. It's never about the lift itself. It's always a About the execution coming in and out so I I could tell it was a stumble I mean they could maybe get away with it because they are zombies so maybe it was part of the choreography but again I don't mind stumbles because he gave Jason gave so much passion and handled Daniela beautifully and those lifts were not easy you know that she ended up putting in their routine the very top of this routine was just so brilliantly done you know As far as execution from Daniela goes with the choreography and Jason's execution, you can tell that they are a partnership and it's so nice. Normally, like this is halfway through the competition or a little bit past halfway, but you see, you start to see who stands out from the pact and it's the couples who have become one. dancing. I didn't love their song, and I'm not so sure if they danced to, you know, track or if it was the band, but it started out really faint and kind of weak, but I think after watching it a second time, maybe it was the vibe. I know it was like a rendition of another song that I was, I I don't know the name of it, but anyway, it sounded like a mistake. It didn't sound like to start the show off, like you want to start off with a really strong song, but I can, I understand. They were zombies. It was like crickety, Whatever. Anyway, my score for Jason and Daniela is a nine. Couple number two, Allison and Sasha, they just murdered this pasta doble and murdered meaning in it an amazing way. They freaking killed it great on Sasha. I mean, his routine was amazing. So musical. It's so funny because watching the package, you see how intense Sasha's instruction was. But really, you know, and it can come across as like us pros being angry or like just over it or too intense. But that's just us. Like when we teach Paso Doble as pro dancers, we're already in the character of the dance. First of all, let's talk about Allison's hot bob, red bob of a wig. I mean, this girl had, like, that first shot when they came down the floor, when um, they were doing those, like, just basically going towards the camera and just aiming for that, like, steady cam that was on them. She looked so sexy. Sasha looked sexy. I never thought I'd say that. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Love you, Sasha. And I saw some amazing basic figures. Like, I saw twist turns. I saw Sasha capes, named after Sasha. Just kidding. And... This flamenco section, I, I know Sasha is very involved when it comes to the music and as we can be. We're pros. We can definitely, they leave the executives, especially Conrad, leaves it open for us to talk to the band if we wanted to add or uh, maybe exaggerate some of the music in the actual song and I can tell like I don't know if this was part of the song or not but I'm pretty sure Sasha added this and probably worked very closely with the band this week that was an amazing flamenco section executed by Allison and Sasha totally on time she didn't even look at Sasha she knew what she was doing she would looked intense I would have loved to, for her to look even more intense by like squinting the eyes but you know what? She killed it. Allison's timing was perfect. There was a, if I'm going to be really picky, there was like really picky. There was a little stumble after the, the flamenco section when they did that walk around the ballroom and she was on the wrong foot, but she kept going like that ending death spiral into that like torpedo at the end and her continuing on like, oh my God, best dance so far, you guys, by far. I give Allison and Sasha an eight. Okay. Couple number three. Sochi and Val. Okay, first off, let me just talk about Nisi Nash. I am loving, like, loving her as a judge. You know, I think it helps having someone who was a contestant and knows, you know, exactly how hard everyone is working, especially week six going into the competition. I love how Nisi is so opinionated, but not just opinionated to be opinionated. She's spot on with her comments. Um, You know, and I'm loving the camaraderie between the contestants like Charity and Allison mouthing, I love you to each other when Allison was getting her scores just makes my heart so happy. Um, How cute is Sochi and Sochi Halloween is so challenging for me too. I actually hate it. I don't understand why people like pay money to get scared or have a mini heart attack. It makes no sense. Okay, let's get to the dance itself. The beginning of their routine was insanity. And it was so creative and amazing. I love that I have never seen these moves before done on Dancing with the Stars. So good on Val. Sochi is brilliant. You know, she's starting to really come out of her shell. And I'm starting to really love their partnership. You know, the flip... That flip and death drop that extended into another type of death drop took so much core strength and partnering skills. Holy crap. I mean, with all of this being said, because it is week six, I would have liked to see Sochi almost stay in character a little bit more. She kind of... I don't know what it was, but there was, again, I'm doing all of these reviews before I see the judge's remarks or I hear the couple talk or see their scores. So, um, but there was a moment of weakness that almost felt like she was defeated, like she was going to stop almost the routine. And there was a close up of like Val's face and him giving her that like intense look of like, come on now, you know? And it was beautiful because it gave her that energy, you know, she needed, which was to switch from defeat to victory in a matter of just seconds. Anyway, I loved the music love the creative, love the partnership. The story that was told through movement was just beautiful. You know, this is the couple to watch for sure. My score for Sochi and Val a nine. Okay, going back to Sochi and Val, I'm literally pausing Judge's comments. Clearly Sochi got hurt in the middle of her routine. So I take back what I said, as far as you know, she looked like she was out of it my apologies i had no idea but if that was the case if she really got hurt which i'm sure she did she's not faking it then um i changed my score to a 10 because she was able just to get through it i don't know exactly what's wrong with her i'm about to find out but um my apologies again so she is a winner i mean if she actually you know she did get injured she got injured and she was able to get through such a demanding routine like that good on them Couple number four, Harry and Riley dancing in Argentine tango. Okay, first of all, my heart goes out to Harry, you know, but what I want to say is that clearly, you guys, you have people behind you as you haven't been in the bottom two once, right? That is facts. What is the reality of the situation? Well, that's the reality of the situation. Turn off those comments if you have to. Delete social or pause your feed for a little bit. And if you have to, you know, like don't let yourself go there. Don't look for reassurance from strangers. It just it's always going to f- make you feel defeated. You're never going to as you know, going to make everybody happy. Regardless of what people say, it's just in the votes. It's not in the scores either. It's in the votes. People have your back. Get your head straight and look at the facts. You know, the facts are that people are rooting for you guys. You're, you're not a dancer. That's another fact. You care about this competition, especially about making your partner Riley proud. So continue doing you and stay focused on what the challenge and assignment is going into week seven. Okay. So hear me when I say take this journey one step at a time. Let me repeat one step at a time. You got this sick. Amazing lift from Riley at the top of their routine. Super cool, creative. Have I don't think it's been done. Harry has really leaned leaned out, you know, as a result from dance and most likely anxiety and stress that comes along with the show. But I can see that his arms have really leaned out. And my advice is to not work out whatever you do because when my partner Cristian De la Fuente did that was when he tore a ligament on live television in his arm and completely dropped me on my head. So, you know, use your new dancer's body now to your benefit, okay? No need to add all those dance moves, you know, as far as as far as authentic Argentine tango goes. But with that being said, What you did do, whether or not it was authentic Argentine, the dancing in itself was the best it's been. But this is an Argentine tango, not a tango. And this is more directed at Riley. You know, authentic Argentine tango is completely different than ballroom tango, which I didn't have any clue of, actually, until I decided to join an Argentine tango company in Argentina when they decided to add this dance in the show. Anyway, the point is that Argentine frame in general is more intimate with your elbows down towards the rib cage and less steps coming from the man. There's rarely any synchronicity with the male steps versus the female steps, okay? The male leads and is basically just the base and foundation for the woman who has more of the intricate footwork. But with that being said, again, Harry's dancing was a hundred times better than I have ever seen before. I think also what helped was his look. In past weeks, Harry's face gave the look of defeat, which is obvious as to why, you know, he looked like that after seeing their package tonight. But because of the brilliant job of the glam department, you couldn't see Harry behind the mask, which as a viewer kept me intrigued and kept me wanting to to see more. My score for Harry and Riley, a six. Couple number five, Barry and Peta. Okay, so Peta had reached out to me, fun fact, because Barry, you know, just a few days ago, because I guess Barry physically just needed some help. And, um, you know, she'd heard that I have a great energy and body healer slash masseuse. So I'm hoping, you know, Barry got some well-deserved TLC. People need to understand how physically demanding this show is, and especially someone of Barry's age and how hard he has been working. Holy crap. Like, I also keep forgetting that, too, because in the package, you don't really see struggle as much. Um, you know, Barry has the potential to be better than Donnie Osmond, for sure. And PETA is not taking it easy on him at all. Especially as far as her routines go so far, they've had so much content and not like basic content, but intricate, intricate content that she's choreographed. Barry is right when he says, you know, no more mistakes. It's halfway through the competition. Focus you know, my, again, my advice is one step at a time, memorize that choreography by Thursday, so that detail can be worked in without questioning what comes next. Like you should be able to know your routine backwards and forwards. I mean, ideally, also the woman steps, but I understand, you know, that ain't gonna happen. So really know your stuff. Listen to that music in the car on the way home, in the car on the way to the studio. Whenever you have a second, put in your headphones. You need to be able to just start the song wherever it is and know exactly what is happening at that very second in the music. That's how much you need to know your stuff, okay? I loved the characterization of the dance, however, at the top, because the camera was on Barry's face alone with a close-up, I felt that Towards like the end of that very first section, prior to him and Peta dancing, he chose to not interact with the camera. So there was this like you only saw the back of his head, which could have been a last minute note coming from Peta, depending on how dress rehearsal went. And knowing the feeling as a pro, you know that anxiety of if like my celeb will get to me in time for the live show. I wouldn't be shocked if Peta told Barry to just not worry about the cameras and to focus just on her, so that he starts the dance strong. But again, you know that is just communication between the director and the pro. Dance answer, which I'm not sure is happening, or I don't know what's going on over there. But Either way, I'm still so impressed with Barry's agility and you know the way he moves his arms so gracefully and finish and he really finishes his lines. He feels this energy through his fingertips, which is a note that I've had previously, like for Allison. You know, because the Viennese Waltz only has three steps, though it actually would have been easier to continue the natural and reverse turns and repeat them for at least another bar or two, rather than stopping and having to start the momentum again, which I find a lot harder. You know. Um, I always love getting a Vini's Waltz, especially with celebs who may not be able to retain the choreo quickly for the mere fact that the dance only has three steps and the purpose of it is to go around the ballroom counterclockwise or, you know, in dance terms, we call it line of dance a few times around. Solid performance. Again, a little fragmented in places with both the character and the choreography, but all in all, great job. I give Barry and Pita a seven. Couple number Six, Ariana and Pasha. I mean, come on. Now, that's a fucking Argentine tango, and I normally don't swear, but I'm doing it. Because show them how it's done, Pasha. Bashkov, show them how it's done. I mean, you guys look stunning, first of all. Again, props to the hair and makeup department. Holy crap. First of all, Pasha's instruction during that package, everything about it is so right. For example, Riley, you know, this is what an Argentine tango is notice how Pasha was nothing but just the support system that was needed. There was a little bit of a, maybe it could have been a disaster moment, but like Pasha said to me when we Argentine Tango dance, give me your weight. He likes body weight. That's the way it should be. It should be that complete, like, love me, hate me, that It wasn't about the man by any means. It wasn't about synchronicity. It was about being a great partner, which Harry is to you, Riley, right? Anyway, back to Ariana and Pasha. Holy crap. You know, first of all, Ariana, you're right. Just focus on you and being the best dancer you can be. But the musicality of this dance was insanity. I got chills up and down my spine still as I'm talking about this. If that's not an Argentine tango, I don't know what is. Because holy crap, you can hear, you see Ariana expressing like expressing through movement. She was the violin that you heard in that beautiful piece of music that was being played. The intensity, the chemistry between the two, but forget about that. Look at the intricate footwork. I cannot, Pasha, God, I am proud of you from behind the scenes. You are doing me and the ballroom community and the Argentine tango community proud. There's not much else I can say other than I give Ariana and Pasha... A 10. It was perfection. Sorry, I think I'm just so passionate about Argentine tango because of um, me being an Argentine tango snob and going to Argentina and learning how to do this. First of all, Derek, it's not bolios. I love ya. It's boleros. Okay? And yes, Carrie Ann, I agree with you. However, we know Ariana, you know, is obviously really great when it comes to all these dances in frame and being close to Pasha in that sense. But I, you know, I think in order for her to really win, I need to see more strength in other styles of ballroom. Anyway, but back to the judges scores, like what in the hell, like you guys cannot give that type of amazing feedback with zero notes and give a nine, when you're basically saying it's perfection, perfection means 10 doesn't mean a nine. The only person that got it right was Bruno, like, even with Nisi, like, you're, you're amazing. And you're, you're, and then carry on, you're the, you're a contender, basically. And then Derek saying, that's just perfect. Nine. No, you got to give constructive criticism, then you got to give a note or two, because now what are they supposed to take back into the rehearsal space? If you give those types of comments, those types of comments equals 10. It doesn't equal a nine. And if it's a nine, please give some feedback because where what are they supposed to work on now in the dance studio? I'm just wondering. It was always so frustrating during my time there when they would say it's perfect. It's perfect. A nine. It's like, okay. (laughs) Do you hear my frustration? Is anyone with me? Couple number seven, Lele and Brandon. They danced a pasta Doble. First of all, this is a couple who I think has been in general underscored throughout this whole competition and overall just completely underrated. You know, she actually has been killing it. And if you want to compare her to other contestants, though, I don't think this is what it's about, but she's far better than... Than most right and you know some example like an example I would say last week when it came to judges comments and scoring being inconsistent was when she danced and then it was all about like great feedback like there was hardly any notes I don't think and you know hopefully anyway hopefully that changes for this couple tonight because they deserve it I mean this pasta Doble was strong now we're heading into week seven Close your feet, as Brandon has said, Lele. Like you really have to be precise with the footwork. You cannot leave space and fit another foot in between your two feet when you when you're supposed to be closed. It has to be closed. Your big toes have to touch each other. Your your um, heel of the foot have to touch each other at least. Forget the big toes. At least the heels. Okay. Now with Paso Doble, it's about precision. It's about being continuous with the movement and then hitting it but hitting it at the same spot every time with that space between the head and the and the back of your hand and then having round elbows and that is to create shape I feel like you just throw it out and it's like you're done with it no you need to finish the movement there you need to own the dance not let the dance own you but that's just me being picky now as far as your overall time on the show this has been one of your best dances by far I think that choreography was brilliant, Good, great job, Brandon. I saw a lot of basic content in there from chasse capes to twist turns and nicely done. Brandon, you looked strong. Wow. I'm very impressed with how you came across tonight. Your shaping was amazing. You were grounded. And that is something that I would like Lele to work on is using the floor to the benefit. Use this hardwood floor and use it as your friend, not your enemy. You're slipping and sliding a little bit. And that has nothing to do. Okay. Yes. Maybe the floor is slippery with this ground fog that was being used for um, Pasha's dance, I understand. But you know, that is only due to you being high up still, you need to put all your weight for Paso Doble onto those heels of your feet. Okay, you got to like you're squishing a cockroach with that heel, you got to use the floor to your benefit. This is your friend. Anyway, Great character. I loved this little, you know, Wednesday homage that was happening. You look stunning as always. Just it's all in the eyes. Don't show any signs of insecurity. Okay, stay focused. Keep your mouth closed, especially if it's an intense dance. If you do an Argentine tango, it's the same type of vibe. Don't move your eyeballs. Keep your eyeballs at Brandon. That's always the safest bet. Stay grounded. You got this. I hope you get the scores you deserve. I give Lele and Brandon an eight.
0: This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect.
1: Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.
3: Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand-new series of The Girlfriends, It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Okay, couple number eight, Mauricio and Emma, Argentine tango, you know, I only know this for from personal experience, but it must have been a hard week for you guys. Um, You know, with all of the personal drama, the headlines and all that crap, you know, um, it's just not easy. And I think you both just for whatever this is worth, have handled it all beautifully. Um, But you guys are super cute together. (laughs) I don't know to say, you know, I also see that you guys both traveled this week. I can tell in the packages that you're in New York Um, that really challenges the momentum and, and the hours on top of it that you can really be putting towards rehearsals. But obviously you had to go for most likely, you know, work reasons and issues and related stuff. So, okay, back to the performance. It was so strong, I think, and up until those bouncy grapevines, which actually killed it for me towards the end, there was no need for them. Again, the Argentine tango is not about synchronicity in that sense. I wish he would have been as strong in the first like three quarters of the dance because that really ruined it for me. You know, in general, you know, when it comes to the chemistry that these two have in real life, it didn't match this dance. But if I take that out, you know, if I take it out altogether, I would say Mauricio is a strong partner for Emma, generally speaking, you know, he executed the lifts beautifully and his body language, though, I have to say, looked really tired. And I think he is tired, obviously, you know, from traveling, but You have to put all the personal drama aside if you can. Moving forward, no excuses. It's only 70 to 80 seconds of a performance. So try Mauricio moving forward just to stay as present as possible for that short amount of time, as this honestly could be a make it or break it situation for you and Emma. I give Mauricio and Emma a 7. Last couple, not last dance, but last couple of the night, Charity and Artem. Okay, the converse. This is going to be a thing for me, I think, this season. I cannot handle it because of the mere fact that, first of all, there's a lot of like excess and not necessarily positive um, weight as far as how heavy those shoes are. And on top of it all, when it comes to jive, you need to have a tick in your midsection, a tick that happens, the musicality happens in the core of your stomach, okay? You need to be able to play the music with the tick of the motion in your body, and then on top of it, you need to have this bouncy bounce, 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 bounce that comes from the legs, feet and ankles, which are almost impossible in converse. Okay, I see Artem being a drill sergeant this week, which is great. I love when he does that. And he's right with connecting the ankle to the foot. But how can you do? How can she do that, Artem, without dance shoes? Like you could have at least maybe put her in, you know, a T strap, those character shoes whatever, but just some ballroom shoes or some dance shoes because you're making it harder for her, I think. I was waiting for this dance to start and I felt like it was an intro all the way up till the end. A little bit disappointing coming from such a strong week last week. It was not enough. It wasn't, the consistency wasn't right. The tick, what, the tick of the jive and the bounciness that you need, like I said, to use in the legs, feet and ankles it, it it was too flat footed to me, but I think that's the shoes. Um, the skirt. I wish it was a fringe skirt instead of a tulle fabric skirt because of the mere fact that it. This is what it helps when it comes to, especially celebrity women. You need a skirt that moves when you have a jive, when you have a salsa, when you have cha cha samba you know, it's really important because in a way it's it's the illusion of the speed that happens from kicks and flicks or even like a paneled skirt, you know, um, with good days or whatever. But all in all, look, I know the potential of this couple and they just didn't exceed it tonight. My score for charity and Artem and eight. Okay. So we've got the dance monster thon. All right. Well, I generally really hate this round, you guys, because first of all, it's dangerous. They're not doing any ballroom. I understand that they're trying to resemble a real dance competition because, you know, in a real dance competition, we all dance together. We all dance to, you know, whatever song that they play. We don't know the music. It just has the same BPM as whatever dance it is. So if it's the Latin dances, we start with cha-cha. We don't know the song, but we know the cha-cha beat. Now that would be interesting, or a Viennese Waltz or any other ballroom dance, not a freaking Charleston. Okay, first of all, you're doing lifts with other people. You're not necessarily used to dancing with other people. The amount of injuries that are happening already going into week seven is insanity. Sorry, Alfonso, but it's just annoying in the background. Like, I, I don't need the commentary. Maybe Julianne, it would have been nice to hear from her because she is a dancer, um, but I didn't need that much commentary. Jason should have won this by far. They were killing it. Did you see the content of the Charleston? It was amazing. I thought they got it ass backwards, um, but, you know, Sochi, it was messy. It was messy. If you really look at the couples, it should have been Jason first, Second should have been actually Lele. Third should have been Ariana. And fourth should have been Sochi. Honestly. Um, I thought they were right with eliminating Charity and Artem. Charity just looks exhausted. And I bet she is from having to rehearse Jive a million times this week. Anyway, um, let's see who gets eliminated. Okay. I think, uh, you know, Mauricio and Emma got eliminated and, oh, I feel it with them. I mean, it is emotional. They're exhausted, first of all, from traveling and from all the headlines and everything. And then they created such a special bond and friendship that I hope, you know, they continue this bond. I think, you know, it doesn't have to stop, obviously. And, um, you know, I've made long lasting friends along the way. I, I can tell that Mauricio is so hurt and distraught, though. I think he was a loss at a loss for words, obviously. You know, Emma expressed a little bit of emotion. It is emotional. I mean, you go through this journey of just like, defeat, victory, defeat, victory, defeat, victory. And then like, you do it together. And this is what I mean, especially on this podcast, Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans. This is why Brooke, Burke, for instance, said that about Derek and why we become so close to one another. Because you are with each other seven days a week. It doesn't mean it's a sexual relationship. It's just a true bond and trust that I think for most celebrities, they can agree when I say they have never even given that to maybe some of their, you know, wives, husbands, boyfriends, girlfriends. I mean, this they're coming into a world that they have no clue what is about to happen to them in their lives everything changes from their physical appearance to their mental state and you either end up liking each other or not you know and clearly these two have a special friendship and bond that i hope they take with them forever great job emma you did an astounding job this season and good on you mauricio i hope that this is just the beginning for you with all the success. I'm sending love to the both of you. Great job again, Emma. And, uh, Kina, come on Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans. Let it all out. Just let it all out. <laughs> sending you guys love. Great show tonight. Um, and awesome job, Niecy. Really. Great job. Make sure you guys tune in on Monday with my girl, Leah Remini. It's going to be a special two-part episode. And again, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and follow us on Instagram on at Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans. Sending you love. Bye, guys. Make sure you guys follow us at Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans on our Instagram handle. And make sure you comment. Let me know who you want me to interview. What do you all think? Let me know.
0: Side.